are listening to the stellar sounds of the Lay Awakes. Not sure why I'm doing a robot voice there. This is our first segment of every show. It's called Live on the Drew Marshall Show. And it's sponsored by Insert Your Company Here. This week's recording artist, the Lay Awakes, singer-songwriter duo based in Brooklyn, yo, with roots in the Canadian prairies, eh, in small town Ontario. Anna and Patrick, sitting in a tree. They both got together and... I'm not going to keep going. Uh, the Layawakes kind of got going in 2014, and they released a self-titled EP in 2015. The album was produced by friend and Brooklyn-based producer uh, Michael McDonald. <laughs> These guys have such a really, really good sound. When I was pitched them, I heard about them, and I went, wow, how have I not heard them before? So welcome to the studio, kids. Are you um, are you exhausted from your CP24 visit? Yeah. Are you all mediated out? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. No, not at all. Oh, you're going to endure us. Not at all. Um, did you do a little um, music stuff, or was it just yakking? Just, on, just talking. Just talking. Got in and out of there. Yeah? Quick hit. Yeah, not like this show. No, dude, this is like a recurring nightmare. It goes on and on and on. Been here all day. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so so many questions to chat about. Let me just give the uh, website here, first of all, thelayawakes.com. Do you have any gigs while you're up in this in this hood right now, or are you just doing a couple of media things? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are we doing? Um, we are hoping to play Patrick's Hometown in Fergus in the month of June. <gasps> Nice. Possibly the Grand Theater. We were just talking oh, with somebody about that. Yeah. We played in Toronto this week at the Horseshoe, but um, because, as I'm sure we'll discover, Patrick's pretty tied up in the basketball world yeah. for the summer. Yeah. We're looking to the fall in terms of really playing out the album. Okay. But, you know, stay tuned. Join the mailing list. All right. Did you say Horseshoe Tavern? Yeah. When was that? And why would uh, I Tuesday. just... Tuesday. It was on Tuesday. Oh, man. Way to go, Drew. How did I miss that one? Is that when you were out with Randy? (laughs) (laughs) That voice way in the background without a microphone should be ignored. Um, the Laywakes, uh, um, the, uh, there's a love story, there's there's uh, basketball, there's uh, appendage story, all sorts of great things here. Um, I want to know the love story first. How'd you meet? Who tells it better? Patrick tells it better. Go, Patrick. Go, Patrick. No pressure. We are, uh, we have a mutual friend. My best friend, Ryan, was her volleyball coach at Trinity Western University. So we met uh, when I was living in Vancouver. One of the best volleyball teams in Canada, by golly. Yeah. Men's and women's program. Yeah. yeah. been very strong yeah. for quite a number of years. So I used to go and watch him play, but we never, you know, we passed two ships in the night, never really connected. Yeah. But at his wedding in Saskatchewan, oh, yeah. we re-met, and we were both there doing music. She was doing lot, the fancy stuff right? during the ceremony, and yeah. I had a band for the party afterwards. We sort of play fight it, fight it? We play fight it over the um, <laughs> piano all weekend. Are you sure you're not from Shelburne? And, uh, <laughs> this, this just, I fall apart when I tell this story. Um, getting off the clamp? Shelburne. <laughs> Why Shelburne? Uh... So anyway, uh, by the end of the weekend, something was up. But it just so happened that... What do you, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't glaze over the something was up. What do you mean something was up? Just, you know... She what, was, extended eye contact? I feel like she was into me, and I felt like... <laughs> yes? I had to, you know, I had to, had to uh, honor that. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, Never mind, it, I tell it better. It came, five, it came probably five seconds uh, away from not happening because yeah. um, the moment of truth was we were both driving out west to Vancouver alone. 
We both had separate plans to drive from Saskatchewan to Vancouver in our own cars by ourselves. In the moment of truth, she decided to wait for me and caravan because I had to do some other stuff. And right. She wanted to Did take off. Did you have off. CBs? See, almost. We had fun, uh, we shouldn't text and drive, but it was a really good way to get to know each other. I mean, three yeah. days later, we pulled into Vancouver, but it's like I was on the highway. She was behind me. We'd stop, get gas, oh. chat for 30 minutes, grab some blueberries. I remember that. What? Uh, <laughs> just chat and then get back in the car and, yeah. you know, maybe the odd illegal text or whatever. But yeah. uh, as we're yeah. traveling through the Rockies and this beautiful landscape, and then we'd stop for gas and that, you know, the stops would get a little bit longer and yeah. longer. Oh, I ran out of gas. Oops, I did it again. That's right. Yeah. Um, who made yeah, the sure. first official move, though? Like, who grabbed someone's hand or a little bit longer embrace or... I, you know, truly... <laughs> you complete me, whatever you said. I mean, Patrick, that's the answer, but... Yeah. Media but, training, you don't have to answer every question. <laughs> <laughs> she told me this before. Too late. Wow. No, but I mean, in all honesty, the, the road trip almost didn't happen. Like, that's how... Um, Faithful. Yeah, that's how it, it. There really wasn't something until there was something, which was later. Really, right, right. it was kind of. I remember being in this parking garage, and Patrick had to go in and do something, and just my personality. Like I really didn't want to wait for him. I didn't know that I liked him yet. Like I was sort of just like, yeah. no, I'm gonna take off. Like I'm gonna drive faster than he does. I bet I'm gonna spend <laughs> less time in gas stations than he's going to. <laughs> and there was just this little wow. thing in me that said. Eh, just wait. What do you like? I'm in no hurry. And, yeah, and then go. I made the first move, but she was very clear that uh, uh, she was, had to drive back across the country back to grad school at NYU, and she said, "I don't do long I distance. Said I don't have time or money, so yeah, this, no it really isn't yeah. going to work." So yes. I just started flying to, to New York, and oh, uh, I hate when that happens. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> just so happened she lived in Manhattan, which wasn't a boring place to visit, but uh, <clears throat> we got a song out of it because the first song in the new album is "Falling in Love," which oh. is me dashing off to the airport. To go visit her, and I, I, uh, well, I dashed off a quick song. Yeah, well done. For one and only time. In the studio with the Layawakes, who are about to perform their first number on the Drew Marshall Show. What do you got, man? I mean, ma'am? Thank you. People? This is Home Away from Home. Um, is there a story behind it? Is there a setup? <laughs> mm, the real story. Yeah. Give us some juice. <clears throat> oh, isn't it about your boyfriend? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Sort ex, of. Sorry, ex that's the best. Say, it, t- it takes a good man to sing about your ex, so you know. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's a young love story. I love it. Live on the Drew Marshall Show, The Layawakes. I could feel your heart 
The Layawakes live on the Drew Marshall Show. Well, I think we got the love story. Unless there's something else you'd like to add to that. Hmm? Is there anything else? No. We, By added, the way, we added a couple kids. That's Right. And no. that happened <laughs> twice. Um, you're both ridiculously good looking. And then you have this whole musical talent thing. And you've got the nice fan. There's got to be dirt, right? There's got to be some darkness in your life. What is your darkness? It can't be this good. <laughs> He <laughs> just pushed the mic away. <laughs> it's like I'm not answering that one. Oh, man. Come on. What's the uphill battle for you guys? What is it? So, I mean, it's probably different for us individually, yeah. right? So what do you um, got? Hmm. This is not, yeah, there's no. Um... Patrick's like, don't let her talk. Don't let her talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to let it hang right there. Okay, let's let's just hang with it. Everybody hang and think about your own dirt for a second. <laughs> what we think listen, about ours. Listen, this is what I want to know, right? This is the key thing for my show has been for the last number of years. I want to know what gets people through the night, right? Mm -hmm. And if there is no night, then I don't really care about the rest of it, right? I actually am intrigued. I'm also an Enneagram 4, as we were discussing earlier. I'm intrigued with people's dark sides and, and the battles and the tough times and the, and the reality behind life and i know that this stage thing that you've got this this uh shtick that you present to people is uh is not a shtick it's a, you you have a very blessed and uh and and beautiful life but i also know enough about life to know that there's got to be some you know some crap there so yeah um so what patrick what, what's going on with you i mean like i i guess okay what's with your legs <laughs> Well, that's not where I was going to go, but I mean, I, okay. I, there's, there's, I guess, different ways of telling my story. But um, can you snuggle into that, Mike? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's good. 
So I was uh, essentially hit by um, hit by a car. I don't like to always tell this story publicly, but anyway. Why? But why? I do. Well, so my friend's um, mom and her boyfriend were driving the car, and they, you know, it was a drinking and driving situation. They're having an argument. I just, you know, like years later, I just imagine them listening to it. But that's, so how old that's were the you? story. I was nine years old, and my best friend was there, and there's some other kids, but fortunately I was the only one who got uh, physically hurt. I mean, uh, there's some other kinds of hurt, and I don't think anyone else, anyone came away from that, like, unscarred. But I was the only one, thankfully, who was physically hurt. I lost my legs below the knees, um, and uh, but I was one of the lucky ones because, um, you know, being from Fergus in a small town, it was uh, a very soft landing. It, there was a lot of hard stuff, but um, what, should, what could I say? Like one bad thing happened, and then a thousand beautiful things flowed out of it from the community rallying around us, our church, mm-hmm. bringing meals, hockey team. It was the greatest birthday of my life. I had my birthday six days later, and I got a oh. Nintendo and Batman gear. You know, Michael Keaton, 1989, Batman. <laughs> I'm pretty old. Um, and, you know, Walkman, all these things that don't exist anymore. Yeah, yeah, completely yeah. obsolete. Yep. To me, it was yep. the greatest. Uh, so it was like Christmas and losing my legs all at once. But, um so he, and that, that sort of just continued. I mean, a year later, I was introduced to wheelchair basketball, which doesn't always happen. You know, sometimes people live a long time with a disability without being aware that there's this outlet for them. And you I was, just used the disability word. I thought you, you guys weren't supposed obsessed. to use that. I use all kinds of weird words I didn't use before, like inspiration. Sometimes I use <laughs> inspiration. Uh, it used to make me throw up, but now I'm like, okay, I get it. I, you know, I was inspired by other yeah, players, yeah, yeah. and now I'm, yeah. I'm old enough to be an inspiration. But aren't you able challenge no what is the what's the right phrase differently able differently able I don't know, you guys are more pc no we're not i'm just i'm actually <laughs> making not fun of PC. No, no i don't mean here i mean canada oh canada oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we live in you know United um, states of america does the not having the legs thing did that impact you at all spiritually like did you go look up at the sky and go seriously i don't have my legs what the heck yeah i mean there, there's a very vivid memory that i have of sitting on the red swing set in the back of my parents you know, in our backyard, yeah. um, say I'm 12 or 13 and I'm praying. It's the start of the summer and I'm saying, you know, God, if you're waiting for a, a, a good moment for my legs to grow back. I don't know if I'd seen like a healing service on TV or something. Sure. It wasn't the only time that happened. I, I, I really did on some level harbor these ideas. Like, well, maybe something miraculous will happen. Yeah. We went to a very, you know, charismatic church growing up. And so I heard, you I heard grew up with the happy like clappies that. then? Yeah, I guess wow. so. Wow. Yeah. Because so, you, uh, you really don't roll that way. This right now? No, you I'm have the spiritual gift of, gift of pessimism <laughs> right now. <laughs> I know you could say this is the day. This is the moment I gave up on the Holy Spirit because I, you know, I prayed that prayer like if you're waiting for a good time. Yeah. Because I used to have this also this fear that not a fear, but it wasn't happening because of something sinful in my life or something. So you know, I got to like this right place, then it might happen. Or at least I had dreams that where that's what would happen. Yeah. I'd have dreams where my legs would grow back and I'd be running around the schoolyard and then I'd sin. I'd like swear at somebody or something <laughs> and then they'd kind of go fuzzy and then they'd go away. No oh, way. Them. Oh man. So I'd always be waiting for that moment when I'd sin for the first time and the legs would go. <laughs> you were waiting for that moment again. when you sinned for the first time. Yeah, I knew it was coming. <laughs> so I had a very deep uh true understanding of, of, of uh, original sin or whatever in human nature. But yeah. But yeah. a very warped view of Well yeah. yeah. I mean it was all twisted in there. But my point of the story is like that really was the last time I remember praying that prayer and I yeah. think I sort of moved on in the sense of I was gonna focus on what I was left with. Nice. Which which was enough, right? But nice. um <laughs> I was going to say with Anna, though, I mean, I grew up in a, um, a church-going family, and um, but like in my 20s, I just, I was sort of all over the map, uh, both physically and uh, figuratively, and you know, when I met Anna, it wasn't a come-to-Jesus moment exactly, but actually it kind of turned out that way. We, you know, moved to New York, and 
we fell um, sort of into this church, and fell is probably the wrong term, but um, it, it really was sort of a prodigal moment for me. And, and uh, you know, at the time, it, the struggle was like, am I just back in church because I want this girl to, you know, stick around? And, yeah. Um, what so they I, call I, it? Missionary dating. Yeah, or that kind of like thing. I was like, I'm in the middle of a missionary dating thing, which in my, my, my hyper, uh, whatever, in my... Um, Earlier life, I would have just thought that was just the lamest thing, and, and um, still is a compromise and all that. <laughs> uh, but when I was living it, I, I just you know it was just a, an open door, and I walked through it. And um, so, um, so that's like I mean, family is a real blessing. I mean, some you know some churches call it a sacrament, and uh, it can bring a lot of grace and blessing into your life. It certainly did in my case, um, in a real way. So, my legs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> My legs? What legs? I mean, what did they do at CP24? How'd they bring up the legs? Did they go, uh, they so what's with your no legs? No one's touched you it. You know what? They didn't even pan down, I think, far enough. Uh, really? To see what was going on. She's like, he's, he's a little shorter than her. But, um, yeah, I don't even think that came up. Afterwards, she said, oh, sorry, I was going to bring up wheelchair basketball. We, f- we forgot. Or didn't run out of time. Yeah. Uh, you just have this really beautiful mix. Thank you. Yeah. Really, really organic mix. Well, when, by the way, when did, that, when did you know that this was going to be this? You didn't... We had no clue. Really? We still don't know. No, just kidding. Stop. I mean, we really waited a few years. We sort of, our first moments of, uh, and even still our current moments of practicing and singing together and working on stuff is... It's work. Yeah, it's work. Yeah. It's work. <laughs> Do you guys fight during uh, rehearsals and songwriting? Always. 90% of the time. I <laughs> love you know, this. It's not a joke. I mean, Thank yeah, you. 95% of the time. Good. Uh, it's hard. Good. Yeah, we're always at each other. Yeah, look into your types. Okay, uh, song. What are we doing? Uh, we're going to sing a, a song called uh, Had It Coming. And, uh, <laughs> nice segue. We, uh, yeah, sorry. This, yeah. Um, might try not to giggle here. But, okay. Uh, so we, be, I was back home, and, and uh, I grew up with these guys who took off in high school, went out west, kind of kept in touch, and then this this news trickled back home about, about one of the brothers, and uh, it was pretty troubling. And we wrote a song. I wrote a song about it's my response to that. Reaction, re- reaction's probably a better word. Beautiful. Love it. Again, live on the Drew Marshall Show, The Lay Wakes. The last time that we spoke You said you'd found new hope And left that old life behind You seem to be doing fine So I didn't see it coming When I heard you killed a man In a crowd at a bar in East Van But he was waving a gun Said someone Well he must have had it coming The news has traveled around No one puts you down No one puts you down You may not go free But we all agree He must have had it coming
feel bad about joking around now that's feel a little heavy yeah you guys are really good songwriters who takes the lead in songwriting typically you do all right would you argue with that patrick not at all no she wrote most of the album yeah really so maybe you are four (laughs) i'm gonna stop stop that yeah 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 no um i mean you obviously can swim down in the depths of humanity with this kind of songwriting Mm -hmm. uh where where does that come from well since you like to know this sort of thing i mean i think when i was young i really was a pretty burdened kid you know like i had a lot of just weight on me as a kid why who knows? I don't know. Oh, you, it was self-imposed. Yeah, just like... Like if there's, if there's heavy uh, stuff laying around, you picked it up. Oh, totally. Yeah. And so I think it took me a while to um, let go of some of that. And I mean, I guess that's that has, ho- that has always been maybe a struggle and a gift. So, I mean, whether it's my own story or somebody else's story... I mean, I'm going to, I really am going to feel it like it was me. Like I can't help it. So sometimes that's kind of bad because you can take something that wasn't that bad and you feel it like it was Mm -hmm. a way worse crime. I mean, that's essentially, that's what maybe being sensitive is or being, having the ability to be empathetic Empathetic, or something like that. And of course that's obvious, but then maybe coupled with real life and then your own story actually adding to that and your own struggles eventually adding to that and enjoying writing songs and you know wanting to explore different things creatively or with a song then Mm. then you get material (laughs) so i mean not always right like there was a time in my life when i just could write and write and write and write you know you had so much going on and now we mentioned we do have a couple kids and you're just sort of tired, so that's a different. <laughs> that's a different thing. Yep. A- and you want to be able to capture these really amazing moments and and life and um, yeah. things like that. But yeah. Uh, why Brooklyn? Like nothing about you two says Brooklyn. We're not hip. No. We're not young. We're no, not, no, you're not intimidating. Uh, I well, went that, to that Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it's yeah. a different Brooklyn. Uh, when I finished university, I went to Trinity Western University, played volleyball there, and I took a year off to kind of get a resume together for graduate school for music. Right. I'd always had this idea that I would finally, you know, kind of give up my devotion to sports and working out all the time, and I'd actually pursue music. I majored in music, but I, I'd never really kind of gave it a fair shot in my mind. So I spent the year living um, at home, which was in Connecticut at the time. Where? Simsbury, Connecticut. Okay. And 
studied with a woman named uh, Denise Hughes in Queens, and she was a prof at NYU at the time, and okay. I started, that was my first time really writing songs. It was, I was applying for more of a classical composition or film composition program, and her first assignment was just write a song. Mm. And um, apparently, I think I did fine. I mean, I can kind of remember my first attempts, and she just, I didn't know. She said, well, some people that are really amazing composers, they don't write songs. That's just a totally different thing. And I ended up still, um, have, for the application, of course, I had to have full orchestral arrangements of things and a string quartet and all these proper things for the resume. But throughout grad school, it just sort of seemed to keep uh, resonating with me that I should just write songs. So anyway, I went to New York University. <laughs> Wait, let me like, start this again. Up. How did you end up in Brooklyn, New York? <laughs> Um, you know, let me tell you a story from when I was, uh, no, I went to New York university. So, okay. That is, you know, a stone's throw away from where we live now, essentially. Right. Right. Yeah. But you're both, you're both Canadian, eh? I was born in the U S. Um, but I am Canadian. I, my parents are from Manitoba. I Manitoba. grew up a lot in Winnipeg. My dad's a hockey coach. So we bounced around. Beauty, eh? Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. still Canadian. And you're still Canadian. For now. Yeah. Green card. Dude, Fergus is one of my favorite places. I live in Orangeville, right? So I'm just oh, like stone throw away. And just, uh, speaking of stone, I mean, that the Scottish feel, the Scottish stonework. In, oh, yeah. No, I, I'm a games. It's oh. still an institution. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, it's a like, great, it's a wonderful place. Like the Shelburne Fiddle Festival. Yeah. Which is no longer. You you guys have something about we, Shelburne? In, just, Orangeville? in Orangeville, we make fun of people from Dundalk, Grand Valley, or Shelburne. Oh, I'm sorry. Pick one. Yeah. It's Arthur for us. That's right. It goes back centuries. Sussmans. Sussmans. That's right. Really nice suits and stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I remember my mom forcing me to go there when I was younger. Um, okay. I want you to do another song, but what I, I want to know, if, just from our listeners' point of view, I want to plug some stuff. Uh, so the layawakes.com, that's the website. Uh, if you go to this website... You will hear great music. You can buy great music. And this new release that's happening yesterday, yesterday by golly. Tell us about how, uh, I don't know, tell people more about the new release so they get excited and they want to buy it. Okay. Um, this is our first full-length album that we've released together. So we, as you mentioned, we released a EP a few years back. But this is, we're really excited about this. It's sort of where we are now in terms of our life and music and, um, yeah. I think sound-wise, we, we recorded it with Jeremy, not Michael McDonald, but Jeremy McDonald. Right, I'm sorry, um, I got that name wrong. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and his kind of crew of uh, people. And he's like a veteran 30-year-old you know, session guy, like one of these super talented, experienced people in New York. And um, so, you know, sometimes people like, you guys got to move to Nashville. We get that a lot. Like, that's where the songwriting happens, and we're a little bit country or whatever. But I remember mentioning that to Jeremy once. He's like, eh, they got their own kind of sound there. Like, So I feel, I, I think... A little bit of the Brook, whatever's going on Brooklyn-wise, not necessarily indie pop kind of music, but this other sort of rich music scene that's sort of creeping in thanks mm -hmm. to his influence and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. sounds probably a little more like something that wouldn't sound like if we lived in Nashville. No, you're right. Song, you're right. And you know? and I remember listening to one of the tracks you. Well, I watched a video, music video you guys put together, and I went, "Oh, I like that." And then I heard, and I thought that that was you, right? I thought that's maybe how you were branding yourself or whatever. Yeah. And I thought, "Oh, that's beautiful. I, I dig that." And then I heard the new stuff. And I went, "Ooh." Ooh, I like that. Right. And I had a little uh, dilemma. I didn't know which one I liked more. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. So, well, well done. Good. There's, good a, there's a guy, I cannot think of his name at all, and it's been driving me nuts, and it's one of those, ooh, you sound like comments. Who do you, maybe if I ask you, who do people say that this sound that you have now, 
Who does that sound like? The, what, the best one I've ever got for me personally, sorry to hijack yeah. this question, but uh, I've gotten this from multiple different people, uh, actually, is Tracy Chapman. <laughs> it's, the I, I, it's the hair. It's the hair. I have a flatter look on my face, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> like, Tracy Chapman. Yeah. I mean, yeah. some people have said the Civil Wars, but that's, I think, just because of the guy girl. Yeah, probably a lot of that. Sure. sure. We listened to a lot of David Gray's Mutineers right before this, and we use that as a reference a little bit. <laughs> to me, the songwriting, the uh, bit of ethereal production. Ethereal, that was the word I was looking for. That's exactly the word I want. Anyway, all of that is to say I like the new direction that you're going. I don't like new direction. I like the new direction you guys are going. Um, and it is a beautiful, beautiful sound. And your songwriting is uh, – there's an element of penetration to your songwriting that just seeks out the spinal cord and, mm. and goes right to the you know the heart of things. So love Thank it you. very Thank much. You. Big fan. Creepy. Uh, let's do another song. Be called. Oh, let's do Stanley. Sure. It's going to be called Stanley. Stanley is the name of our son, and it was a working title until it just became the title. Um, just while. Oh, you're already done. I was going to say while he's tuning, but he's done. Uh, again, we want you to go to thelayawakes.com, and that is where you can purchase. You can go to the iTunes. If you go to the Google and type in the Layawakes, yeah. uh, you can find their music on the iTunes. Yeah, but sign up for our mailing list. That's We're, the best way we, to do it. We don't it? we don't overdo it, believe me. With the Are you sure? People are nervous about the mailing list. Yeah. You're not gonna send baby pictures out to everybody, are you? All right. You wish. So this is called Stanley? Yeah. Live on the Drew Marshall show, The Lay Awakes. Secrets that I don't 
Fantastic. Really beautiful music. Man, I love you guys. I'm actually going to listen to your stuff. This is normally I just placate the uh, artist and then forget about them. But well, we feel placated as well. <laughs> you stop it. You do not. Uh, by the way, I came, up, I, I came up with the name. There is some Sufjan Stevens feel going on. Jeez, we could not too high be more flattered. Yeah. But you know, do you hear what it, Tim, do you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, you're an idiot. We, uh, that same summer, we're listening to David Gray's Mutineers. We listened to a lot of Carrie and Lowell. Okay. Which, which is, is his amazing. Yeah. Album. Yeah. yeah. His last album. Yeah, this so. is so good. I'm just, I like, and normally I'm not just blah, blah, blah. Well, I am, but not, I'm a little better at communicating things. But uh, <laughs> um, if you ever come back through this neck of the woods again, uh, open door. Happy to have you back on the show. Oh, thank it you. It would be a pleasure and a privilege. And uh, but just give CP twenty four a miss next time, will you? Just, <laughs> we don't care about them. Blow them off. Yeah, <laughs> Toronto. You who needs, who no, needs Toronto? Who needs Toronto? Um, okay, so and and there are no gigs that we can go to because we want uh, we want we want to go right. We just want to go. We want to see you. Well, thanks. Well, well you, thanks. So, <laughs> so you can come to Hamburg and watch me play basketball this summer. Yes, the world's yeah over in Germany. Yeah. Well, no, the Fergus Grand Theater. I mean, it's happening. Oh, yeah, that's going to oh, be yeah, in what, August? August? No, June. what did you say? June. 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 Okay. If you, seriously, let me know when that's when that's okay. going down, and I'll uh, I'll plug it here on the show. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. The Laywakes on the Drew Marshall Show. We're going to go out with another track from your CD, and Shauna will get it ready. Do you know which track you would like to go on on your professionally produced CD? Mm. Ooh, Ooh they look at each other. Storm. Storm? It never it gets a, a shout-out, but it's a little long. That's true. That's okay. we got time. I want to spin this. I want, I want, uh, I want people to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, All right. Cool. So again, the website says thelayawakes.com. That's the name of the group. And uh, we've been chatting with Anna Paddock and Patrick Anderson, and they have different last names. And uh, their producer is Michael McDonald. <laughs> so many amazing he stories. Has first name, which is weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's not strange. Yeah, you guys are funny.